5G excitement is growing now that we're starting to see some real deployments, but one company that's been trying to build an alternative 5G network has hit a wall thanks to the Defense Department. I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. With me is CNET mobile and regulatory expert, Maggie Ridden. Maggie, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. So, Maggie, you've got a fascinating tale here of a company that has faced a decades-long battle to build this alternative wireless network. Tell me a little bit about Legato. Yeah, so Legato um, is like a company of a different name. It, it had a previous name before, but it's it basically is a company that is trying to build a 5G network using spectrum that it already owns that's really earmarked for satellite. So they want to use kind of like a, you know, meld their satellite network and build a terrestrial network so that they can provide 5G services to big industrial types of companies like like the railway system or something like that to be able to to really get like broadband um, capability out to places where you can't reach and and then to really use uh, sort of like smart devices um, to to be able to connect to that network. Yeah, and, you know, there's a lot of hype. There's a lot of interest in 5G. So it's, it's a little surprising that like one arm of the government is so up in arms against it. And this is the Defense Department. Uh, why, why are they so against Legato's plan? So the reason why is the spectrum that uh, Legato is using is what's called the L-band. And that uh, encompasses GPS spectrum. So they... The spectrum that they are proposing to use for their terrestrial network is literally right next to uh, the GPS spectrum that uh, that the Defense Department uses and really everybody uses. Um, so they're, the Defense Department is saying that, that they are worried about interference and that this would be a big problem for their applications. Right. So the, the FCC has, has gone ahead and approved this. Uh, and I know Legato has some some backers in the government. But kind of where are we right now with the FCC's with the FCC approving this? The Defense Department has sort of ramped up its opposition. So so where exactly are we are we in this uh, in this battle? Yeah, so I just want to step back real quick for a second and, and give you a little bit of history here. So this the spectrum that Legato is using is um, is next to to GPS, right? And so that has been the issue that has really um, been a problem for this company and its multiple incarnations over the last two decades, right? Because a lot of folks who use GPS have been worried about this interference. And so there's been tons of back and forth for years and lots of studies done about the interference. And so the company says that it really cleared all that up. Um, but then the Defense Department is now saying, like, well, we're just not quite sure and we still think that this is, is a problem. So, you know, after all these years of looking at this issue, the FCC in April um, decided to go ahead and, and grant permission for the company to repurpose its spectrum. So they've unanimously decided that, like, and looked at all the studies and said, we think the interference issues have been taken care of and, and we think this company can go forward. Whereas the Pentagon is saying, but wait a minute, wait a minute, we think that there's still an issue. So so right now it's approved, but the Pentagon is um is raising questions and, and they've gone to Congress to say, you know, if the FCC isn't gonna revisit this issue, we want you to do something. 
Oh, that's a good point. I was trying to figure out like what happens now. Like since the FCC has proved it, technically Legato can go forward with this. But what what steps does it does it take Congress to kind of step in and halt this process for this to happen? Or like what if the Defense Department wants to be successful? Like how does it actually go about stopping this move? Right. So the FCC is really in charge of commercial spectrum use. And then government spectrum use is under a different agency, um, NTIA. And so they, so what the Defense Department is doing right now is they're appealing to NTIA to ask them to convince the FCC to change its mind. But pretty much everybody is in agreement that it would be very unlikely for the FCC to go back on its decision, especially since it was this big unanimous decision and they've studied the issue for so long. So they're probably not going to get anywhere with the FCC or, or you know, this other agency trying to force the FCC to change its mind. So, yeah, their only recourse is really to, to go to Congress. And, um, you know, Congress ultimately has oversight over federal agencies like the FCC, and, and they can, you know, pass legislation that, um, that tells them that they can't do this. Gotcha. Uh, and so Legato was known by another name before, and you know, I've covered the industry for a while as well. And I do remember the name Light Squared and the fact that it, you know, it made some waves because it it hired a bunch of telecom execs. It made the rounds of uh, various industry trade shows and conferences. You know, for a while it was seemed like a legit thing. Uh, I, I don't know if you could talk a little bit about Light Squared and maybe some of your history covering this company or this, uh, yeah, this troubled company. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, just like you, Roger, I have been covering this issue, like, since 2010. (laughs) It's really crazy. It seems like it never goes away. So Light Squared, um, you know, sort of took over this spectrum uh, around 2010. And their idea then was that, again, they wanted to build um, a terrestrial network using the spectrum that had been used for years uh, for satellite purposes. And their vision then was to build a 4G LTE network. Uh, remember, that was when that was really like hot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and so their vision back then was that they were going to build like an alternative to Verizon and AT&T. So they were going to, you know, in some ways compete with those companies and also provide uh, wholesale to other service providers, like maybe like a Sprint or a T-Mobile, which was smaller and maybe didn't have um, really the capacity at that time to build out like a true nationwide network. And again, you know, their issue was these interference problems with GPS. And back then it was the GPS device makers, um, Garmin and others, and uh, and actually the agricultural um, folks who really came out against using this spectrum. And and so, you know, the FCC had provided them sort of like a provisional license or waiver to be able to use the spectrum in that way. And then, you know, after the GPS industry really hammered them, they ultimately, the FCC pulled that provisional um, license or, or ability to do that. And and then the company just sort of tanked from there. You know, they they you know, if they couldn't repurpose that spectrum, the, the company just wasn't going to survive. And, and it went into bankruptcy. And um, and then Legato is what actually came out of that that reorganization and bankruptcy. Right. It's it's interesting how it's managed. It manages to sort of keep, I guess, coming back 
with basically the same mission, but there's also the same obstacle. Uh, this is also one of those interesting dynamics where the, the, the debate over whether or not we should do this doesn't necessarily fall neatly along party lines. Uh, we know the SEC approved it, and we know the Defense Department and Pentagon are against it, but who are some of the other folks or players who are either for or against this thing? Yeah, so it's it's really interesting. And I think, you know, the reason and you kind of alluded to this, like this is really about like how do we how does the country use this valuable resource of spectrum, right? And for years, like this company has been trying to put it to use for broadband, right? That's where the sort of future is. And they, you know, they keep running into these roadblocks. So What's interesting is is the folks who are really supporting this are folks who are, you know, you've got um, a lot of senators who support this, like Mark Warner, who is a very tech savvy senator. Um, you've got Doris Matsui, who is on uh, the Commerce Committee for the House. She's a Democrat. She really supports this. Um, but then you've also got Republicans uh, in the administration, in, in the Trump administration, who support this. You've got Bill Barr and you've got Secretary of State Mike Pompeo who support this. And they're the reason why they support this is because they really see this as, again, trying to get this critical resource um, into the hands of a provider who can do 5G. And, and 5G is where, you know, a lot of folks who are looking at national security issues or who are looking to um, move the economy forward, you know, they, they want to win the race for 5G. But then on the opposite side, um, you've got Democrats and Republicans on a very powerful committee in the Senate, the the, um, the Armed Services Committee, who say, you know, they side with the Pentagon. And, you know, so you've kind of got this really unusual mix right now where you've got Democrats and Republicans um, actually coming together and like even opposing each other because they they just sort of have different expertise or different sort of agendas where you've got like the armed services folks who are really uh, listening to the Pentagon and, and their fears. And then you've got these folks who uh, really see like the advantages of 5G and they really want 5G to, to be, um, they want the U.S. to be a leader in that. Right. So ultimately, what do you think will will happen here? I mean, does does the Defense Department get its way, or does the FCC will will sort of push through this? Uh, what is the ultimate fate of Legato for you? Oh gosh, it's it's going to be hard to say because you know, with with the FCC weighing in so strongly and really, um, you know. I mean, that's kind of also unusual during this time. I mean, you've seen it too, Roger, right? Like this FCC, they don't agree on a ton of big issues. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Right. So that's kind of, you know, that was sort of amazing. So they're not going to back down. But then, you know, as I mentioned, like the Armed Services um, Committee in the Senate is, is a very powerful committee. Um, and the fact that you're seeing uh, Republicans and Democrats uh, both supporting that, um, could be trouble for Legato. Uh, now I, I spoke to Legato's uh, CEO, and um, you know he still seems very confident that he thinks this isn't going to derail them, and he thinks that you know once um, the the senators on the Armed Services Committee really dig into the issue and and see how much uh, has been done to mitigate any of the the concerns with um, GPS that. You know, they'll just realize that that 
the FCC made the right decision. You know, the other thing that's kind of interesting here is, you know, if Congress were to step in, like, what does that do to the FCC? Right. Like that basically uh, says these guys who are the expert agency and that, you know, they don't know what they're doing. You know, I, I don't know if that's really the signal that that the um, Congress wants to send. All right. That is a wrap. But before we go, I want to wish a happy birthday to George Lucas. It's fitting considering our, our topic uh, is so space bound today. Uh, you can check out Maggie's story on CNET.com. And speaking of 5G, tune in tomorrow for the second part of our interview with AT&T Communications CEO, Jeff McElfresh, where we talk about the company's plans for 5G this year. As always, if you have any questions, leave us a voicemail at 862-250-5713 for The Daily Charge. I'm Roger Chang.